Hello out there, Foxes fans, and welcome back to another edition of the U.S. Foxes Podcast, coming to you live, as always, from various parts of the United States. As always, I'm your host, Matt Folks, joined this evening by th- two of my co-hosts, Mr. Jason Becker in New York and Mr. Jim Harris. I am in San Diego, but how are you boys doing? First, starting with Jason, because uh, I know that uh, our gentleman friend in Houston is feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was a um, I was an honorary Philadelphia Phillies fan, not just because of um, the wonderful hospitality we were shown by the city of brotherly love a few weeks ago when we were all there together, um, but because um, I hate Jim's Houston Astros, but I love Jim. I do love Jim, so uh, I'm happy for you and uh, nobody else involved with the Houston Astros franchise. But um, Lester also did a really good job of of making me a very happy man this week. They did their part. So yeah, Jim, uh, congrats. Uh, first of all, you do put a, at least a pretty face to a franchise that is, uh, hated by the rest of the league. So you make it hard to hate, man, but congrats. Thank you. I feel like I did it all myself. Um, not, not really. It was what, um, fantastic weekend for sport for, for me personally, with obviously the Astros, um, coming home with the world series and um proving everybody wrong that we need some sort of video assistance to to win games and um but what a result for the mighty foxes on saturday um where we're cooking with gas and flowing like a river <laughs> yeah, something like that yes it uh was very very uh fun to watch chris is is with us but not with us if that makes sense he's producing behind the scenes this evening still recovering from his cross uh cross world travels so thank you so much for doing that work behind the scenes chris we love you buddy and he'll be back with us next week uh back on camera what's that jason yeah man we miss chris anyone everyone's missing out he's got a wonderful golden tan incredible tan. looks incredibly rejuvenated and refreshed and uh, i don't know how much of that has to do with his trips and his travels um or just not having to deal with us for a little while i'm sure it's well, a combination of both yeah that and definitely had to help hopefully he we'll... looks like a, a gloriously golden brown walker's crisp <laughs> just a little bit toasted perfectly yes you know what i was just thinking Matt, you always ask us how we're doing. Yeah. But I ne- we never ask you how you're doing. So how the hell are you, Matt? <laughs> I'm okay, man. I'm doing amazing. This football team has me uh, riding high. It's hard to be anything but uh, positive right now. My fo- my American football team is shit. And, uh, you know, hockey is, is the Blue Jackets are awful as well. So, uh, yeah, being able to uh, have this team now riding high i was just thinking like the the difference of this where we were a month ago at this time guys it's absolutely crazy but thank you for asking it's a perfect uh 73 degree san diego day and uh lucky to be here and lucky to cheer for this team um guys everton away let's uh dive right into it first of all the black and mint kits if you haven't got them yet guys these things are becoming instant classics thanks to some uh some thunder bastard by yuri that you got to get your black and mint kits because they're probably going to sell out. So the boys are wearing those. And guys, vibes right now—they're higher than Danny Ward's socks, Jim. 
uh, your thoughts going into this match. It, it, the writing was on the wall for us to maybe, you know, come out with a letdown match and we do the exact opposite. Yeah, um, I think there was a lot of talk about like how this was going to be the game that you know took us up the table and took us to the the heady heights of a fourteenth and and you know if we just won two nil and beat Everton we'd be above them and I think it before the game there was a lot of talk and I know as Leicester fans we don't like a lot of talk you know talking us up but um, boy did the the boys deliver. It really did, Jason. I mean, dude, like from right, I there was never a moment in that match truly where I mean, there were a few moments, you know, and and Danny and the defense held strong, uh, but for the most part, start to finish, dude, what an impressive performance all around, Jason. It was, yeah. I mean, Everton did have a couple of good looks at goal. Iwobi had a, an early chance that he probably should have done better, uh, but luckily for us, Iwobi was the Iwobi that most other teams in the, in the league see um, somehow he always raises his game against us. He's one of those guys that uh, becomes a player when he plays against us city, but we got the real Iwobi, I think uh, uh, yesterday. So, so luckily for us um, that worked out all right. Um, and yeah, I think this, this game is pretty one-sided. Um, the, we looked good and we did things that, um, we love to see. We had um, we were pressing high up the pitch, winning the ball very high up the pitch, and shooting the ball, like getting shots off. And I think that's something that uh, we just don't do enough. We rely on like an incredibly high conversion ratio, but sometimes you need to just pepper the goal with shots and pepper the defense with shots. And and, and I think we did a really really damn good job of that. Yeah, I mean, right away, like it easily could have been two nothing Lester uh, within the first five minutes. Right off the bat, you know, we have that ball. KDH makes an insane run. We'll get into him later. You talk about a player that's coming into his own. Holy shit! Um, but KDH makes that run. Ball through to Matters. Does that little backfield back heel to flick to Daka, and I mean it was that close. So yeah, they definitely had a close one. But dude, we're we're that close to being two two nothing up after five minutes, Jason. Yeah, the game complete. Like, I was worried that this would be like another one of those games that goes in, another one of those draws. Um, that just over the what the last thirty years, it's kind of just been like draw, 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 draw against Everton or some losses against Everton sides that we, we probably shouldn't have lost to. But this game, like right from the get go, there was action, and we you knew that that there were going to be a few goals. And, and um, so those fears were like quickly cast aside for me. Right away. Yeah. Chances on chances seem to be coming in. Danny also right away. I mean, 22nd minute um, Danny Ward makes fingertip save uh, that, you know, he gets the ball gathered up then and he had the yellow ball with the yellow gloves and the yellow shorts and the yellow shoes. And he just literally looked like a yellow crayon. So that was entertaining for me, but, Another strong performance by Danny, Jim. Oh, absolutely. He's, I think the last few weeks, he's really shown, um, you know, such like a good presence in the box. It looks like he's, you know, I think Fass is helping us, but I think Danny Ward clearly is talking to his back four. He's, he's calling for the ball. He's coming out, he's making decisions and he's making them early. And, you know, there's a few times yesterday where, you know, there were balls that, 
came through and he came through he came out off his line really quickly and he snaffled them up or he made himself big and and protected the goal you know beautifully you know probably like a hockey tender you know matt you're a big nhl fan but also i think they're clean there seems to be this understanding with the back four and they know where to go he know what knows where to go and it's like night and day from the start of the season and, and maybe to your point matt Maybe it's the yellow ball with the yellow gloves and the yellow kit that he's becoming one and they're all like morphing into this thing and it's sort of magnetic attraction. Well, you said the Pantene Pro's name, Wout Foss. Uh, guys, if, if you watched him's close up and it, when I watched the highlights again, from minute one, he is screaming at the guys and he has taken the leadership role in this back four. And there's no question. He's the one pushing up. He's the one getting in guys' faces. He's the one celebrating, getting the guys hyped up. And man, I think there's a direct correlation, Jason, with his play. And I mean, we said it last week with Danny and we saw it again on display this week. Yeah, man. Um, th there's one thing that I really love is defenders who love defending. And that man loves to defend, and he plays a really uh, an aggressive style, but he's not reckless. I think, which is really good. Like he doesn't get himself out of. There, there were a couple of times during the game where maybe he got caught out a bit, but his first instinct, whenever that happened, was to turn around and, and get right back. Um, and his style, his aggressiveness, I think that like Big Dan feeds off that. And I, um, I guess the second, my second most favorite thing from defenders uh, is something that they, those two guys are doing together. It's like whenever one makes a really big tackle or, or makes a, a block, the other one is like so pumped up about it. Like they're constantly like giving each other pounds, chest bumps. Like what has definitely adjusted his game a bit and he's now much more comfortable with the big Dan chest bumps. Yes. Which I think definitely. Are it, it shows um not only the rest of your squad but but the but the other team too that that you are all you're all on the same page. Um and uh they really look like they are. Ward uh, you guys hit the nail on the head like he is making decisions so much quicker. And I think um a lot of that might have to do with like he probably wasn't healthy or fully fit during preseason. He spent a lot of his time as a backup over the last few years. We play the occasional game, mostly cut matches, mostly against lower tier opposition. So the pace of the Premier League is going to be a lot faster. So it's going to take any any player in any position time to, to get up to speed there. And you know, we had injuries all over the, the park. We're playing different systems. Now we have a little bit more of a consistent lineup and he's starting to play with a lot more confidence. He's very decisive. Um, and he got his hand on almost every cross, like every corner. I think maybe the, la the last one he didn't get a hand on, but he's just, he's, he's really keyed into the game. And, uh, and the whole, the, the full yellow strip, I think uh, looked fantastic too. So we've got big Dan, uh, we have two big Dans, really, but now I guess we have Big Dan and Big Bird, and uh, <laughs> Man and Goal was uh, he was and, phenomenal, and a, a real banana peel for uh, for Everton. <laughs> it's perfect, man. Uh, if I told you fifty corners in a row now without conceding, boys, uh, how about that stat, guys? Guys, listen, I, I'd I don't say know, don't talk about this it. This is not an X-rated show, okay? Yeah. So. 
Yeah, fifty without gotta, conceding, you, and I mean, you gotta, you gotta have to have a disclaimer when you when you whip out stats like that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry to get too excited, but yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, kind well, of five we zero. Playing, we know who we're playing next, and they like corners. So, Matt, if 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 that's tempting, Providence is on you, my friend. But um, I I I, I want to kind of talk about Dan a little bit more. And Matt, I know you're a you're a goalkeeper, and I was as well. And I think the biggest thing was organizing the back four or organizing your defense and kind of building that sort of confidence and decision making and making sure that you can see everything in front of you and actually sort of helping them out. And I think fast is really helping, but I think Ward is clearly contributing to that. I think a couple of things he's coming, as you said, Jason, he's coming for crosses, something we didn't ever see from his predecessor. And, um, which is like you can just tell he's a bigger guy. He's actually like using his height. He's using his agility to to go and claim those those balls. I think we've seen that you know, as you said, coming off the line quicker. Probably the injury didn't help. I think, but mentally he's dialed in, and I think it's taken those games to warm warm up. I think there must have been a conversation behind the scenes that clearly, when we were all talking earlier this season about bringing Iverson, this guy's a joke. Whatever you know, Brendan knows better than us on that. But I think riding it through must have just given him this like confidence of, look, I am the number one in this spot. And, okay, so my place is not under threat through, you know, if I make a mistake or whatever. But actually then kicking on from that and showing like he's he owns that position has been the big thing. And we've seen it through. Even his kicking has got better. Even his distribution and like rolling the ball out it's just like all around game. And I know this is, this is not the Danny Ward loving um, podcast. You know, that's a different podcast. That's like, you know, 18 plus rated, but um, I, I, I'm loving it. And I, I think, as you said, like the shots that he had to save, he made them look easy, which I think is always a, a telltale sign of positioning. And then I think it, you know, I think about, you know, Iwobi could have equalized what in the fifth minute, and then it would have been a different game, but thank you. Wobi for kind of blasting it wide and then the the Dominic Calvert-Lewin I know that was you know the second half and you know it was kind of a oh shit Dan big Dan did turn off at that point right you know he just let Calvert-Lewin walk through and but Ward was off his line and in his face immediately so there was nowhere to put it around him and I think that probably to me was the best save of of the match and that kept us in it because it was one nil at that point and we were dominating and to give up a goal you know, yeah, we could have given up a goal to Wobi in the th- in the in the fifth minute, and that would have crushed us. But we could have had two before that. But that goal, that that, that save at that point, like right after halftime, was massive. And the team just like, oh my god, they just swelled up. And then that was our game from then. They, you know, I, I don't think there was any really other guilt-head chances after that. You know, we'll get into, you know, I think confidence is is a theme for this season, depending on where this season ends up. But, you know, the fact that Danny now has the confidence, Brendan showed confidence in Danny when everyone on, you know, planet Earth were making videos on Twitter, making fun of his mistakes and his indecisions and things like that at the at the beginning of the season. And Brendan stuck with him, much like Top stuck with Brendan when everyone in the world was calling for his job. Supporters are calling for his job. So, um, you know, I think that might end up being the theme of the year when we when we look back on things this season and how, how who knows how it's going to end up. But yeah, man, to see to see 
um, Danny confident like this is incredible. And, and our, our uh, bartender at, at the Bluefoot, some of you know, is a, is a Welshman. And he's he's very excited about the form that Danny's in right now, uh, heading into this World Cup, uh, Jason. Yeah, you know, maybe this isn't the, the Danny Ward loving, but uh, he deserves a lot of credit. And um, he, especially after all the, the crap he was getting uh, first half of the season. And, you know, look, a lot of it was, you know, justified. I mean, the, what, 22 goals in the first seven games? I mean, it was a complete, it was a joke all around. Um, but as you all said, and, and Matt, you just said, maybe there is, there is something for, um, something to be said about sticking with someone and letting them know that you have their back um, no matter what's going on right now, that you believe in them. Um, and, you know, if that were indeed what was happening in, in, in the background, I think that's that's some really great man management. And that's something that Brendan and, and the coaching staff uh, deserve a lot of credit for too. Mm. I must say, though, we want Danny Ward to stay on this high for one more game next weekend. And then... I guess for the three of us on this podcast, drop off a cliff, be crap again, you know, for the maybe the rest of November, some of December, and then become amazing again, you know, around Boxing Day. He's 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 earned that. He's earned you know yeah. a few days of of howlers in the Middle East. I think he's definitely earned that. I know, yeah, We're, you know, the heat. Hopefully, you know, it's just a heat related thing. You know, for that sure. yellow that yellow shirt. You know, I know it deflects the heat. It might blind people in the in the, in the on the field oh, he'll be soaring like a dragon don't worry and i think like <laughs> you know the fact that uh wales are what they are as a team he's going to be facing a lot of shots so we'll, we'll he's definitely going to be tested and uh yeah guys after after he makes that save and and pushes that ball away you know it right there we get a ball back um and just quick reminder daka is pretty damn fast um he at one point he has this breakaway where he runs between two Everton defenders and just leaves them like they're standing still. Uh, I I don't know. He's got to be the fastest guy in the Premier League at this point. Like I, I who I don't know even know who you could compare. But when he's on a straight line run, Doc is pretty special, guys. And and that was on display this weekend, uh, Jason. Yeah, um, he showed that 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 acceleration and that sneakiness. Um, I think which is really good. He's got a bit of guile. He can hit the ball really well with both feet. He was unlucky not to score there. He did crack that one off with his left foot, which I loved. I love when I guess let's add it to the list of, of things I love is you know players that can use both feet and shoot with both feet. Um, I think you know the physical side of the game was still a little much for him at at, at Everton. Couldn't really you know always bring everyone else into the play or or, or kind of force his own chances um but his instincts are really good his movement is is really good um so um look everton have a real defense um they've shown it th this year um so it's not easy to get chances not easy to score against them um so uh, we did we were able to get a get two really great goals but you know, it was always going to be a tough day for whoever was going to be in the number nine position. I Yeah, he, I thought he did a great job. Jim, your thoughts on DACA? I think he's been amazing. And um, I kind of took a little note while I was preparing for this. Yes, I do prepare occasionally. Um, 
of like you know Dhaka versus the goat and he's he's starting for a reason i think i i think he brings a bit of a combination of sort of what vardy has and what ianacho has i i do think he actually has some really good movement and i think his link up play is getting so much better um jason totally agree with you his his ability to go and just hit early shots with either foot is something that gets him goals because keepers not set um you know there are a couple of p rollers or you know worm burners if you're if you're a golfer that you know that he does do i think that, that you know first i think that his chance in the first like what third minute you know he maybe that was maybe one where it's like just take another little touch and get in the box and then hit it and just like get yourself set but he the, the confidence he showed to actually hit it was immense um he sort of drops in he's clearly defending and he's herring around like a like a crazy and he's enjoying himself and i think that and that sort of enthusiasm is infectious with the the players but i think the fans you know he's a fan favorite for a reason and look he was up against what the press were touting what a week a bit ago as oh is this going to be england's defense in the in the world cup with cody tarkovsky and pickford and you know you've got pickford who's been outperforming x x g x saves whatever throughout the season and he's back on form you've got cody i disagree with what radio leicester said earlier and you know in their analysis with oh put cody under pressure because he can't pass the ball i think that's the one thing connor cody can do is he yeah. can play the ball tarkovsky is terrible and i think if i was on if i was dakar and i think when body came on i'd have just sat on cody because he's slow but he slowly can't defend tackle he can position but he he can't you know he, he can play the ball but i think as you said jason earlier the pressing was really good again in that sort of like front four getting in their faces not giving them any space and like the number of times that we boxed in say connor cole um cole shames coleman and then patterson when he came on and you know even to the point where freaking pickford's just kicking it out to touch remember the one that i think uh graham or so said oh he just passed that into 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 the touch because we had him under such pressure and he had nowhere to go. And I think Daka is leading the line on that. The press was great. The, the, the organized team press, like Everton just could not handle it. It was almost like Everton watched a tape of the first half against Man City and like set up their game plan against the lesser side that was going to play like that. And like, sorry guys, uh, Frank, you're not Man City, man. So, uh, we're not going to play that way against you. Brendan yeah. even tipped his hand and said, like, we're going to go back to what we want to do. We're going to try mm -hmm. to press high up the pitch. We're going to try to attack. And that's exactly what the team did. And Everton yeah. just was not ready for it. And I really liked that it wasn't like the Man City constant press, press, press. It was, there was a lot of time when we would drop back to our own half. And I was thinking, oh, you know, oh, they're giving an outlet to the left back. Or they're giving an outlet. But we kind of went and, and, and drew them out into our space so that we could hit them on the break. And I think some of the things that like we showed were like draw them in and then go go kill them. And uh, you know, I know we're gonna get into it in a little bit, Matt, but like, you know, some of the chances we made and the second goal were through absorbing and hitting on the counter-attack. And I think I said to you guys yesterday during the game, it was like it felt a little sort of 2016-y in a way because it was that hybrid of the Brendan quick moving triangles, you know, maybe even trying to overuse the triangles in the first half where it's like that round the corner ball that KDH loved, but drawing them in and then hitting them through and rather than the 
the drink water over the top it was kind of a someone run and then between the lines passing and it was like i felt like it was an awesome game to watch and i think the last few weeks has been like some really lovely football from from us even with the loss last week it felt like we were sort of back to sort of performing and and playing the football that we all know that that team can do we saw like it was so different like the the second that the play switched to your point man like it was just a wave of black suddenly flying forward. Like all, we, it was none of this, you know, pissing around in the midfield. It was get the ball forward, pass, 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 boom, chance. And when you're turning on teams like this, slow defenders, especially, man, we were just eating on them. And it was so, so damn fun to watch. I mean, compared to some of the football that we've watched this year, to be the team that's doing that, be that attacking pressing team was amazing. And I think, um, James Madison's play right now is making all of this happen because the man is doing things that are just undeniably special. And that, that was just on display again um, this week with two assists. And I I don't know, speak a little bit, your thoughts on uh, matters, Jason, and the form that, you know, our number 10 is in right now in this dart loving psychopath right now. Yeah. Like he, um, is doing it all over the pitch. Um, so he's setting up in that right wing spot, but then drifting inside. And uh, Yuri said it really well uh, in the post game interview that uh, when Matters has the ball at his feet, they know that they need to make runs because he will pick them out. And then if there's nothing available, he also has the quality to put in a great shot attempt. And there were a couple of, of, of shot attempts that he had where it almost looked like he was snatching at the chance, but still like really threatened Pickford and, um, and almost caught him off guard a few times. And and that's like, just so dangerous when like, you know, I'm sure you guys as keepers, you know, if you see a whole bunch of legs and all sorts of stuff happening at the 18 and all of a sudden a ball comes out of that toward the goal, you know, with no wind up or anything, um, you know, it, it, that's that's got to be the scariest sight that you can see, you know, a, as a goalkeeper, um, a shot coming at you unexpectedly. Uh, yeah, so Matters is kind of – he's the straw that stirs the drink, certainly, um, <laughs> on the pitch. So he's 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 Reggie Jackson for uh, for any uh, of those uh, old baseball fans that are out there. Um, but, yeah, he, he's doing really well, and I think um, – a lot of that also has to do with, I think, how well the midfield is playing together. Um, so Matters doesn't have to be – he's not out on an island. We're kind of like um, not isolating um, our, our attacking players quite as much. There's, the link-up play is much better. And Samare, Tillemans, KDH control the middle of the park. I think they all had good games. I thought Samare had a particularly good game. And um, when you can do that and um, be calm enough in possession to kind of work things around with, with a purpose to find Madison, to find um, Barnes uh, on the wing, um, we can give them the ball with a lot more space than rather just kind of forcing it or playing that dull side to side. I think we're really good in possession, um, passing with purpose um, Matt, you were kind of talking about like what was going on earlier in the season and 
the passing patterns were just so predictable. Like we could all see it and we knew exactly where the next pass was going to go. But now um, I think one of the commentators even described us in position as, as being mature uh, and saying it was a mature performance. And I think we're, we're starting to see that. And we know when to, um, or the players know when to kind of get it out to matters or matters go beat a man or, or when, when it needs to go back, maybe to Foss and Amarty and then to kind of look to kind of change fields we're doing it all faster and that's giving Madison just so much more space to be dangerous. And it's giving him the ball higher up the pitch where he's just going to be a handful every time he touches it. A good number 10 always seems like they're playing with the defense. Like they always have a step when the ball's at their feet, they always have something that they can do to, you know, make the play go in their advantage. And matters is in that special form right now where, he does look like he's toying with people. Um, he looks, you know, you're going to need to bring two or three defenders on me if you're going to get this ball off my feet. Otherwise, I'm just going to do a back heel. Otherwise, I'm going to play um, the off the he's he's doing this thing now that he's been playing on the right wing, guys. This outside of the foot uh, has just developed into this thing. He almost had a goal on it. Like, just keep your eye on that outside of the foot because there's going to be a nasty goal scored that way coming up uh, the way he's trending right now. But. He's absolutely insane right now, Jim. Your thoughts on our number ten? So, yeah, go start. Go ahead, Jason. So, um, I think one thing also that Madison is doing really well. Um, he's just such a handful for defenses. When he cuts inside and goes across the eighteen-yard box, you can't commit. You can't commit to his right foot as a defender. You can't commit to his left foot as a defender because he can hurt you just as badly with either foot. Um, he can shoot with the left. He can shoot with the right. He can pass with the left. He can pass with the right. He can do a little back heel, play a little one-two, or he can beat you in a dribble. So as a defender, you just don't know what he's going to do. And um, it's like, it's really great football, man. It, it is like, he is a, he is a special, special player. He's just completely unpredictable. Like there's nothing about his game now when he gets the ball at his feet where you're, where you, there's any, you can't guess what's coming next, Jim. No, um, look, I can't. I, I think his new nickname has to be Snake Hips. Um, I don't know <laughs> whether that's, you know, whether he's a regular at the Winchester and he, you know, bigger miss that, that strangled his first wife or whether we should call him Shakira because he's sort of <laughs> jiggling all around on the pitch and it's it's cement. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the guy just is shifty. He's, it's been fun to watch. And, he, and he's, was he's that, Did you write that one down, Jim? No, it just came to me. That was um, not well, in the notes. Okay. I know. Actually, DoorDash called me and they they told me to say that. Um, no, <laughs> no, but but I like he's just kind of creeping through these little spaces, isn't he? And it's sort of like I think we said, did I say the other week you know, he should be in the Winter Olympics, you know, doing the downhill slalom the way he's he's kind of running through and like it's just getting better and better. And it's like this guy is just making football look so easy, but so much fun. And it's like that sort of classic, you know, um, throwback to the 70s style where, you know, big character, you know, kind of cavalier football, you know, you know, but but he's also putting in the work and you can see that he really, really is a team player. Um, and, you know, think about like, what was it the first minute when Dakar had that chance and it was, you know, the cross came in from was it KDH and and I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Madison was trying to like pass it on to Dakar or if he just it looked get like it. it was. Honestly, yeah, it did look, look like I, I think it was as well. And like 
he's first he's the first guy to run up to any player that scores a goal now or does something well and he's pressing he's you can see that he's like running his you know you know socks around his ankles type stuff and like i think he's trying to get on the plane to qatar you know i don't know if i want him there just from a leicester fan perspective i know this is this conversation we've had a few weeks as a lingam fan i would love to see him like do what he's doing on the world stage but have a little rest maybe i think now at this point i want him in england squad i think it's gonna if he has a good world cup it's just gonna like send him through the through the stratosphere and um but goodness me he's just like he was carrying the team early in the season and now he's like the big cog in the team that is kind of like becoming this sort of i'm going to run with this analogy well-oiled engine now right where everything goes through him he's kind of playing it and it's just like fantastic to watch another player we're seeing um really develop in front of our eyes is kdh uh there were some times he's do he's developed this long ball <laughs> that he can hit from 30 40 50 60 yards and place it on a dime to harvey down the wing and we saw it set up uh yuri's goal that we'll get into but your your thoughts uh jason on kdh and where his game is right now because every week dude it's just yeah uh i don't know i think i have a slightly different opinion on 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 kdh i love him as a player um i think um his engine um is contagious like he makes players want to work hard and he's not afraid to kind of um get stuck in there was a really he made a really great defensive play like at the end of the game where he just came flying in out of nowhere to clear one out when we were like just a it, it, we were a total mess at that moment kdh just like knows when to be a, cre- a courageous player and he, he made an outstanding play i think sometimes though he can use a, a rest um at times i think he's been tiring out a bit um in, in some games and um i i i he's so close i think to getting to that next level as a midfielder just um he did a lot of things really well at everton but when you look at madison when we're talking about madison when we're talking about tailman's we're talking about um midfielders who are comfortable with the ball on either foot and can play passes and can can shoot with either foot. I think that's just the one thing that's holding him back right now is like the lack of confidence in his right peg. Um, Once he gets that in there, he will see him kind of going into like cul-de-sacs less and less often. He will free up the game for him. And geez, you know, when he can make those cross field, those diagonal balls, to, to Harvey, you know, with, with the opposition knowing he's going onto the left foot, when he can show that right foot a bit, I mean, he that will I think t- make him um, an elite midfielder. You think he's 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 it's just the one thing that's holding him back. Um, and I think also you know we are playing him a lot this this year, and I think he just like any other. Um, human being i think he he, he needs a, a rest occasionally jim your thoughts on number 22 i um i'm gonna side i'm not siding with anyone love you both um i i, I agree jason i think he's kdh I, I think he's actually fallen in the trap of 
he was the guy carrying us last at the yeah. back end of last season. And I think when we were doing badly this this season, he's tended to try and do too much. And I think there's been a bit of actually do more with less. And I think that's that's kind of your point, isn't it, Jason? Of yeah. like, dude, you don't have to force everything. Or you know what? If there's a you, if there's a pass, you know, if you have got nothing on, you don't have to do that weird sort of like 360 scuttling over the ball, getting it onto your left foot. Just give it back and let it recycle and let it reset. And you, now you've got people alongside you who you can trust to move the ball around. Like Samare coming into that midfield, I think, as you said, is balancing out. Like it means we have a ball player who can who can move it around. Where Tielemans is going in this deep lying playmaker, there's always an outlet. And, you know, with Castagna, but I think he's just still trying. There's a bit of that, I think. Chill out, dude. You don't have to do everything now. And I think that maybe because he is like playing all the time and he's not getting a break and maybe he's not getting a chance to sort of sit back and watch the games play in front of him in terms of like, okay, this is what we're doing as a team now. Um, and I, I think there's a bit of, you know, he doesn't have to play that pass every time. I think that's, I totally, I totally agree. But like his energy is just everything, you know, left, we know left footed players more than like right footed players struggle with being one footed. Right. So I think there he's got that. He's incredibly left footed. If there's like spectrums of it, he's like ridiculously left footed to the point of, of that. But like, I don't like we're, we're, we're like, in this position now where we're criticizing seven yeah. out of six and a half, seven out. Of, he's like, he, I think he played like a sort of high sixes, seven out of yeah. 10 performance. I think everybody played very well this game. This was kind of back to sort of the normal Leicester. So it's nice to kind of be on that side and we don't want to feel ungrateful. We're not, we're, yeah. I know, I know you guys so well that you were not saying any of that in terms of like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like, that's like the one. If I had one little nit thing that's keeping him from being elite, I agree. Yeah. I, I would put him in that high sixes, seven kind of range yeah. for his his performances. And I think you're right. I think a lot of the responsibilities and kind of fell to him last season. Like Yuri was, you know, not playing his best. Madison had to be out in the in, on the wing a lot, so KDH didn't really have um, that extra, you know that quality next to him in midfield um, to, to bail him out when he needed it. So he had to do all the running. He had to do all the dribbling um, and he had to take on every defender and figure out a way to kind of dribble his way out of, of everything or make a pass. And that's one thing now, now that the team is starting to play really well, he, he doesn't have to do all that all the time. And, and I think once, you know, he takes that pressure off a little bit, yeah really well, he, so matt so tell us man what, what are you seeing what are you saying like i just you're, see you're... a i see a player that's really coming into his own and is is very comfortable now as a premier league um midfielder he he obviously he's still very young i think that's one thing that people forget sometimes when they're talking about him but we're seeing a guy now though it is making plays and maybe that's why brendan's sticking with him so much and playing him to your point as much as he is is he sees you know how special the player kdh is and where for for his age and what he can become and he's just trying to you know unlock that um 
I am a big fan of his his vision. I he re, he makes plays happen just by he sees Harvey making runs that no I know I wasn't seeing you know from from a, a, a high up camera viewpoint I'm not even seeing, and and to that point that's how the first goal gets scored. He he plays an over the top beauty to Harvey and springs that play forward. Um, which then, you know, the rest is history, uh, gets the ball over to matters. And, and so, yeah, I, I think the kid's vision is special. Um, he's also got a bit of fuck you, which we've already kind of talked about Wout Foss and, and how he has that in his game. And I think the more of those guys on your team that you have that are not going to put up with shit, the better. And we're only going to see that continue to grow as he gets more and more confident. So uh, yeah, big, big, big KDH and, 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 and long may it continue, but yeah, let's, let's go ahead and talk about the goal now guys. Cause yeah, that it leads over and, and <laughs> matters plays, you know, the ball off to him to, to get his first assist of the game. And it's a, a kind of a shitty ball as Yuri would say in the post game with a smile on his face, but Yuri does things that only Yuri can do guys. And, and Jim, your thoughts as you see it, first of all, as you see it hit his knee and it's in the air, I, I'm like, there's no fucking way he's going for this thing again. But he lets that Belgian thigh fly and uh, the Thunder Bastard hits again. Dude, what are your thoughts? Oh, um, to quote John Oliver, my thought was, holy shit. Um, <laughs> but it was like, as you said, Matt, it was like good play. You know, we just thought, oh, Madison, he's just like putting it out so we can recycle it again. Yep. And it just kind of sat up, you know, he, it didn't sit up beautifully for him. Right. He made it happen. It was just like, here's the ball coming out to me. I'm just going to kind of give it that caress with my thigh. And then he knew that goal, that, that was a goal as soon as it hit his foot. He was wheeling away before, while it was still in the air. You know, I, I think um, Jason Jordan, was, your brother was like, you know, sent us the picture of like Samari knows he was sat like, you know, 20 yards behind it with his arms in the air before. Cause I was watch I've watched it, you know, how many times now and I'm looking at for reactions and you just see Everton defenders crushed. You see, you know, Pickford desperately flying through the air, but you kind of don't really see like the Fords of Leicester, like immediately going. But then when they show this bike behind the goal, footage it's like all of like especially samara and the people who can see the whole pitch and the whole picture just like seeing it and it was just like how does this guy score a better goal each week it's like he's got to stay he's got to stay now like we were all you know yuri doesn't care he's you know he's he's like peaking for the world cup and i'm hoping it's you know give that give that guy whatever he wants to stay at this point Dude, the list of people in the world, Jason. I don't want to go over hyperbole. Jason. <laughs> right. Well, but I mean, honestly, dude, it wasn't a perfect ball. It was, it was the, the, the amount of people on earth that can do that, Jason. Just hold that crazy, dude. Well, you know, to kind of, you know, go with my, actually, you know, I think he could have, you know, <laughs> hit it on the, if he hit it first time, the pick for wouldn't yeah. even have made it. No, of course. it was it, it was ridiculous, and like he is, um, I, I've never seen a player um, with that much ability off a of volley or half volley, and that much confidence in his ability. Like he he knows where the ball is going. Yeah. He was wheeling away. He knew that ball was going going in. He knows yeah. how to hit those. Like he does it better than 
who who does it better than him right now? No, honestly, no. Uh, he's, maybe he's maybe I think he's in the him. same realm as like De Bruyne. Like if De Bruyne had scored that goal, we would be hearing nothing but that is like the best goal ever. Like it right. freaking kissed the underside of the bar. It was that good. Yeah, and we've now seen three weeks in a row he's done that. I mean, yeah. he, he was so unlucky not to get that to get a goal against Man City, but that was going under the crossbar. Yeah, um, and, and Ederson just happened to get get something on it. He did it yeah. against Wolves. He scores a screamer in the FA Cup final. He scored a screamer against Brentford. He scored a beautiful um, goal in, into the far post against Man Man United last year. Like he just he's doing it so often my only fear is that like people will just take these goals for granted and, and and i don't think leicester fans will but the rest of the league and he deserves the credit that that um anyone should get that a katie that, that a that a de Bruyne would get you know yeah. for for scoring a goal like that i mean um I, you wouldn't be able to log on twitter without seeing a, a replay of it and uh if if a player on Man City had scored the same goal, or a player on, um, you know, Arsenal or whatever. I mean, it's that good. The guy, um, he's not only just scoring these wonder goals, but he's playing. I think a really good, solid game. Um, he he looks like he's moving a lot better than he did last year. He doesn't look as tired. Um, he's got a real commitment to defending as well. Uh, something that we saw like all the time last year was like him fouling players and and especially in our box. Um, and we're <laughs> not seeing any of that from Yuri. He's like his positioning is really good. He knows where he, he he was in the right place to get that ball to set himself up. It's almost like he saw it four or five moves ahead. Like he's starting to see the game. Uh, in a way that he did when he like first came to town and it was like playing yeah. like, unbelievable football. Um, so it's really awesome to watch. I like and see how far ahead of things he is. And and he was, man, he, as soon as Madison was playing that ball, you knew, he knew exactly what he was doing there and he yeah. knew how to do it too, which just makes it even more uh, amazing. I'd be, I'd be really interested to see, how much he's running now because i think wasn't there a stat previously that he was sort of running he was like the highest mileage player in our team or something like that and now clearly he's not doing that he's our sort of deep lying playmaker almost like when we sort of don't have the ball he's or we're just kind of in our own half it's like we have a back three and he's the right center back and he's the you know and sort of covering on right back you know letting timmy bomb on but he's just sort of drifting up when he wants and he's being, and as Jason, I think he said his decision-making is so good and he's so selective about when to join in. He just hovers sort of on that sort of 20 yards, 25 yards out space. He's does, he's clearly like not exhausted. So when he's making a challenge, he's not, he's not kind of a tired tackle where he just kicks someone over and, and he gets angry about it. But I think the biggest thing is like, He's moving the ball so quickly as well. Like he, he's, he's, he's like, okay, I'm just going to give it on to this guy and I'm going to give it on to this guy now. Oh, okay. Now it's, and he's seeing everything. And I think that that is just suiting him so well where he is. And I think it's saving his legs 
that he can then join in when he wants. I, I feel like it's kind of the nearest player I can see that style and this guy's dropping off is, is like what Trent was doing for Liverpool. It was that sort of like, okay, you're sort of our right back, but you're also our centre mid who's the most attacking and you can drift out wide and do stuff. It's like he's stolen all of Trent Alexander's mojo and he's um, like scoring goals that Trent Alexander never scored. And like keep contributing with whatever you're doing without the goals, but the goals are just sort of like the icing and the cherry on this like amazing cake at this point for me. Yeah, dude, motherfuckers hitting fadeaways like at this point, like top of the ball, knuckleball fadeaways. Kobe, Kobe literally, he's doing co- he's back, he's back like he's off. quality. He's like he. I want to see Yuri call like crossbar, <laughs> yeah, and then, like ding it on off the underside of the crossbar. Just turn around and walk it. away while the ball's still in the air. You know what I mean? Before the ball's through the hoop or in the net. <laughs> Be awesome. Yeah, the and then nothing but switches as well. Yeah, dude. Well, I I mean he he really is just in a form that's like a cheat code right now. And uh, yeah, we're only reaping the benefits of it. If you scored a goal like that on FIFA or you know pairs or whatever, you'd be like, this game is BS. It's not real life. No one scores goals like that. And this guy is scoring. He's like, you know, green shot, timed, perfection. You definitely save it to your clips, to your best goal clips. Um, We had to have to play FIFA anymore because I'm not allowed to. And also it's good for my sanity and my controllers. It's a tough subject. Tough subject. Sorry. (laughs) I'm over it. Uh, I think one thing about that goal too is like, Jim, you were talking about, you know, Madison having Shakira's hips. Um, I think Samare showed a little little shimmy there too. He was dude, dancing thank you. Yes. Even hit the net. Dude, thank you. Yes. The booba dance, which quickly kind of swept the internet. The behind uh, the behind the goal scene, you could see that Booba does this little uh hip movement. It was absolutely perfect. And uh quickly somebody I can't remember who came up with it on Twitter, but they uh made the point that uh I want to dance with Samare should be the uh, chant next year's or next week. So let's make sure that that happens. If uh, the people in charge to listen to that one, Jason, I'll be at West Ham away. So uh, if that gets going, I, I will, uh, I'll belt it out with everyone. Let's go. Let's go. Well, let's finish up uh, this one. We get a halftime. Um, and, and let me tell you, man, Heading into that at halftime, I can't tell you the last time I was actually like super, super confident. You know what I mean? Like I, I was like, we're gonna come out and we're gonna be just fine. I really wasn't scared and came out, guys, and and the defense gets tested a few times, but damn, dude, they just continue to hold and and to look good, Jason. Like the defense, it, it just continued to stop them and stifle them. If it wasn't Danny, you know, it was Dan and Marty uh making sliding stops, not letting the ball through, or it was Wout making big tackles. Like the defense looked really good coming out of that uh to start the second half. Yeah, and I think um we haven't really talked about Justin and Castagna, and I think they've they've done really well. Um Justin was starting to push up the pitch higher than we usually see which is really encouraging, um, but he had no trouble getting back, uh, which is even more encouraging because, um, you know, it's, it's always going to take a player a really long time to, to, to come back from that kind of injury. Um, but, yeah, the, the the back four looks really confident. The midfielders are picking up runners a lot better, so the back four isn't 
as exposed as you know maybe uh, they were in the, in the beginning of the season. So there's a real team commitment to defending. Um, you see Madison busting his ass to get back behind the ball when he needs to, or to chase down um, uh, chase down a winger when, when when the press gets busted. Like the the whole team is defending. The whole team is really keyed in on set pieces as well and really well organized. Uh, I think Danny Ward is giving them a lot of confidence there. Um, there were plenty of corners throughout that game and also in the second half and and free kicks too. Um, there was one free kick in the, in the second half where it kind of had shades of um, uh, the end of that Liverpool cup match, that diagonal ball um, that we just made a mess of and, 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 gave up a goal at the end of the game to blow that game. And then Everton had a, a free kick in the same spot. And the side dealt with it, like no problem. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I what you were saying, Matt, like uh, second half started and it was really nice not to like be too worried. Well, I, 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 I was confident. Yeah, I was also confident, man. And like now that I think about it, I'm like, I'm not used to that. Like it's been a little. What I mean, it was, it was and, a great feeling. Uh, it felt really good. Like I was able to really enjoy enjoy the game and enjoy the second half. Well, there was that say three minutes into the second half when Calvert Lewin was clean yeah. through, and right, you know, Dan, guess- Dan, Big Dan had gone kind of walk about. I think Big Dan had his classic game, didn't he? Sorry, you guys. I'll, I'll talk about that in a sec. No, no I, was, I think you're right. like you're not going to win a game in this league. It's going to be very rare that you win a game where your keeper doesn't have to come up with, with a yeah, save. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think, like, Big Dan was napping. Fast was pushing everyone out. They 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 played our offside trap beautifully. Danny Ward, great save off his line. I think we talked about that. But I think there was also, you know, we saw some peak Dan Amati moments. You know, we had the chest bumps. But we had that bit where he kind of, he was under pressure and he had the ball and he kind of did his little spin and he kind of like passed it off. He's like, what are you talking about? You know, you know, nothing, nothing, um, nothing doing on that. And it's like, everyone else is like, you know, puckering up their, their lips, you know, both <laughs> top and bottom. And, um, and, and Dan, Dan Amati's the coolest cat on the, on the pitch there. I, I got to read you something. I think this is from, was it from the guardian match report or BC? Uh, 36 minutes. Well, this is in the first half, but this reminded me of, mm-hmm. of uh, uh, this was a great Amari moment. So, Awobi br- nearly breaks through the middle of the Leicester defense. The ball pings towards Amari, who instead of blutering clear, drops his shoulder and executes a cute little drag back to see off Calvert Lewin's yeah. press, <laughs> then passes away from trouble. Oh, Bobby Moore trips Jamie Carragher on Sky <laughs> commentary. Yes. It was as cool and as smooth as that. That wow. is exactly the moment I was talking about, Jason. It was immense. Love it, man. Well, he's playing with confidence. You can't say that. And that's kind of the been like we said earlier, that word keeps coming up with this team and uh until it bites us for it. Um well, yeah, and that word uh blutering, I don't think that's ever come up before. That's I weird. That's a that new one. one up in the that's the first yeah. one for the pod. Definitely. Yeah, I'll, no. I'll look that up after. So I, I probably shouldn't read things that uh, <laughs> I don't necessarily know the definition of. So uh, I'll check hey, that out. So. I'm assuming it's it's high class. 
Uh, fast forward a little bit, guys, and uh, Harvey fuck Barnes cannon uh, set up by James Madison, and Harvey makes it two nothing with an absolute laser. Uh, no doubter could have rolled it in, but instead he just does this freaking cannon blast and pickford you know almost blows the acne off of pickford's face that's how hard this thing was headed towards the net so you guys when harvey's doing this james is doing this what else were we supposed to think what do you think about that goal jason you know i um when i like would if i were to rank all of the starters i think barnes would have been like pretty low not low for me um but low relative to the rest of the 11 right but I don't think that's a bad thing because I don't know that, you know, Harvey had his best game in possession. I think he could have like made some better passes or plays in the final third. But the thing about Harvey that I love is even when he's not at his best, he always makes goals happen and you can't ask for much more from a player. And, you know, he was going to get his and, you know, it, t- it took some time but he went and did it and it was a great counter. And, you know, I thought maybe he could have laid that ball off um, and, and kept the ball moving across uh, the goal, but he turned around, wrapped his left foot around it, gets high marks for me again for doing that with the weak foot. And, um, and, and it was, a, it was a great finish. I think Matt, you described that goal perfectly. <laughs> Jim thoughts on RV. Jim's having yeah. some. Uh... No, no. I'm, I'm okay, back. go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, Jim. yeah, yeah. So, I think. Um, sorry, I had to switch. My speakers decided to do a <laughs> yeah, um, an update in the middle of our podcast, and so I've had to switch to my World of Warcraft headphones. And um, yeah, I, I think I, I think Harvey Barnes. I, Jason, I agree with you. I don't think Harvey Barnes had his best game. His goal was fantastic. Like his ball carrying was great. I think just some of his decision making wasn't quite wasn't the best i think there was a few times where again we're kind of like kdh earlier we're kind of nitpicking at this point yep. right he scored a yeah. fantastic goal where he just you know oh that was just a beautiful goal i think we scored two beautiful goals today but you know i just think like again like kdh just like give the ball earlier you don't have to do everything on your own and i think that's the frustration with both him and harvey as maybe they're BFFs and they talk about like having to carry Leicester because they're both, you know, Leicester lads as as well. That um, you know, but I think Harvey Barnes is not doing himself any um disfavors of trying to push himself into the England team either. I think about like who else stretches an opposition like Harvey Barnes. The ball carry for the for the goal for the to make it two nil, that was that goal was because of Harvey Barnes. You know, stealing possession, driving hard against the tiring offense. You know, he, it was what, the 83rd, 84th minute. And mm-hmm. he just fucking ran like, sorry, he just ran like oh. it was the, um, you know, the, the sixth minute of the game. And he just piled on a, a tired Everton team. You know, actually, he did make a good decision and he gave it off. You know, he kind of knocked it around Patterson as the right back. And, you know, I think let matters have it and carried on going and going and going, but then tried to like curved his run into the box and then matters found him and that sort of like your know, trap spin and then just banging it in on his weak foot was fantastic. And then, you know, celebrating with the, the classic, you know, archers pose was so also fantastic. 
so good to see sorry yeah. i'm such a fanboy at the moment with my um, world of warcraft headphones on no i know you you look perfect with them you need some mountain dew and uh some cheetos and you'd be perfect i i, I drink rockstar because you can sip it and it gives you uh, the amount of caffeine to sustain I longer, longer gaming sessions i understand that it works out looks good well um i think we have um you know wrapping up that game of course we had our uh, little our friendly correspondent ollie was there over uh at godison park and took in the match and uh he as always left us with his thoughts um heading out of there so i think uh with that let's go ahead and load up match days with ollie chris Hey Matt, hey yes, Fox here, it's home for all as well as usual. I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. You'll have to bear with me a bit because I've uh, I've lost my voice a fair bit from uh, from that game today. Um, but yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, incredible result, incredible performance from the lads yet again. It's, it's Something's really turned around the last few weeks and I'm, I'm very happy about it. Uh, Everything was spot on again today. The uh, tactics, the changes, and uh, yeah, it was just brilliant again. Yuri Tillemans, what a strike once again! Um, lovely thing from Harvey Barnes, midweeker foot, I believe, which is always nice. Um, yeah, played some really good football. Absolutely incredible away, and today it was it was electric from from start to finish. Um, yeah, fantastic result. What an away day, one I will never be forgetting. Um, yeah, onto the uh, onto the final game before the, uh, the World Cup, West Ham away. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's hope for another three points. That would be that would be lovely. That was that would be uh, as always. As always, faith of the city. Up the city. Thank you, as always, to Ollie. Another perfect summary, Jason. Uh, you can hear in his voice. That boy was singing loud and proud of the videos that I was sent uh, from the from Goodison Park. Yeah, I think the 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 away uh, sounded great and really lively and loud throughout the whole game. And uh, you know, I we were uh, talking about it. I think a lot of other fans also you get the lead at Goodison. You know the, their home crowd will get unsteady and and, and nervous, and our um, our weight and um, was was great and loud, and and you can. Mm-hmm. Well done to you, my man, and uh, hopefully I'll uh, get to see you. Um, in another great away end at, uh, at West Ham. Yeah, Jason will be joining you there, Ollie. So we'll look forward to a uh, a duo. You'll get to join him. Hopefully you guys can do a video together. That would be awesome. Um, guys, I guess wrapping up the game real quick. Uh, like I said earlier, that black and mint kit, guys. Like, I don't know why, but under some camera angles, like, it looks like it's glowing in the dark. Did anyone else see that? Like, or is it just my eyes that are... You know, doing that to myself, it kind of looks like it's glowing black and black and glow in the dark. It looks pretty cool under the lights at night. I think it's a pretty sharp kit for for um, for those night games. Uh, Jordan had it on um, at Football Factory, where it's pretty dark, where we watched the game, and it looked pretty pretty damn good there. I think it, I think that mint color really really suits him. Um, maybe I'll get myself one of those as well. They do look sharp. 
Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we, we looked frightening marauding down the pitch and all black. black. That's what I'm saying. Like the black Scary sight for any defender. Yeah. For we sure. look, we, we look like, um, an after eight, you know, you know, just finishing off the meal perfectly with a wafer thin, uh, you know, post meal and um you know i like jason i need to go and get one as well and i'm i'm open to suggestions on on which player to get i'm not obviously i can't get daca matt because 29 don't get daca on on him so uh but also knowing the track record that i have um probably getting a player that you know if I get a player, they're going to leave. So, well, I'm scared I, to get Yuri. So I'm not. I'm not going to get Estegard though. Team. That's what I was going to say. Do you watch a goal scored like that and that kid on a hike? Anybody but Yuri. Um, yeah. Yes. The, the only other notes I had, guys, were you know, Matters is now the uh, prop. Like honestly, he's the most one of the most prolific offensive players in the premier league right now. The only players that have been involved in more goals in 2022 are Harry Kane, KDB and Hin Ming Son. Um, other than that, it is James Madison all day. So he, we, we said it earlier, but guys got to get that guy on the plane. If he doesn't get on there, I don't know what's wrong with Southgate. Um, I, I, I think that that's, that's really, that's, that's really the summary for me um, on that match. Anything else before we uh, jump ahead and look ahead, Jason? I just uh, honorable mention to a uh, few guys. I think uh, Castagna's tirelessness is really key. To have mm-hmm. a player that can just cover the whole side of the pitch um, like he does week in and week out, play all 90 minutes like that, I think is, is fantastic. And um, it's just uh, – it opens us up to make other substitutions and, 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 and we can keep our shape because we're a little thin in, in the fullback position. And then, um, yeah, it was great to see Mark Albright, man, everyone's favorite brummy get yeah. out there and, and get an appearance. And I thought he did a pretty, pretty solid job, you know, yeah. just keeping, keeping everything locked down. So um, those were, were, were two, two, two kind of highlights for me that may have gone under the radar. Jim, before we move ahead to uh, West Ham, anything else? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I think Castagna is key to our game. And I think he is now doing what we hoped Ricardo would do um, in preseason. I, mean, I, I think Justin looks fit. Jason mentioned that. Um, Samare looks a lot, a lot more integrated into the game, especially after just not even being in the squad in the last match, which was... And he looks uh, like I, he's having fun. Like, he does. He's smiling, which is lovely to see. And I, I think big, yeah, Mark O'Brien, honorable mention to him. And then obviously the goat came on and he was um, running around like a, a crazy, but um, yeah, overall, I think this was a great team performance. I'm going to, I'm actually going to give a shout out to Brendan. And the biggest thing I've noticed over the last couple of weeks is, and I think not only could you hear the away fans, you could hear Rogers. And yeah. every time he was on camera, he was clapping. He had his arms out. He had his hands out of his pockets. And he just looks like a different manager who's encouraging and leading his team from the front. And, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of go back on what I said and say, like, look, he's, he's starting to become the guy that we thought he was. And I'm glad we stuck with him. And, yeah, I, I, I was in the Rogers out camp. And he's proved me wrong. And I, I'm not, you know, I'm not too like proud to say 
I'm wrong and you know this is why I'm not a chairman of a football club or a CEO of a football club and this is why I'm not a football manager I'm just a guy who hangs out with my friends and talks about a club that I love there's not enough crow between here and New York for all of us to eat all that we deserve <laughs> to eat after you know what we said but you know it, and things weren't where they wanted to be Jason but they they were where we wanted to be now and it's it's good yeah, yeah. I mean, I l- l- long may continue. Uh, I hope, um, but I yeah. think that um, everyone's gotten a message that we do need to be on the same page. This is like, like it or not, this is what the, this is a marriage, right? And, and we're gonna have to see this one through. Um, so sometimes when you when you go through some tough times, and some some marriages, some relationships have tough years. You know, the the results haven't been good for for a long time, but um you start sometimes you you have that moment and you remember why you fell in love in the first place and (laughs) you see that the spark is still there and i think rogers was seeing that from the club i think he realized that um doesn't do him and his career any favors to kind of keep things as negative um as they were um and uh it shows how important it is to have the fans on your side and we had a great, you know, really loud, boisterous away end, uh, you know, positive um, uh, atmosphere, you know, for the last few games. It really starts to change things. And, you know, all of these positive things just kind of feed off of each other. And um, I just like the one thing, man, just like this, I kind of want to push back that I'm boss. I've got plenty of problems with this World Cup. Um, <laughs> but, um, one of the, I guess, lighter hearted things I can say about it um, is that I kind of, you know, want the season to keep going. I need to keep this momentum. I just hope it doesn't yeah. kill them. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think, um, sorry, Matt. No, go ahead, man. Boxing Brendan um, KO'd Fat Frank. You know, that was my <laughs> alternative title for this episode, but that rightly was rejected. And, um, but yeah. <laughs> We've, we're getting we're getting momentum, but I think you know maybe also we had a tough start to the season. I don't think you know Brentford probably were not that tough, but um, we we threw that away. But you know we needed a new player. Rogers was right about that. Walt Waltfast has <laughs> shown that that transformation has happened and has energized the team. Um, and we're kicking on and it feels like now do we have to like i totally agree jason do we have to stop and, and do this world cup thing now but you know once Sucks. we get into the world cup it's going to be amazing but unfortunately it's going to also be at a time where all of us in the us are going to be working so you know we can we can skive to watch a leicester game but we can't you know miss our work for three games a day and so um much as I want to take off the entire winter just to take the rest to watch the World Cup, I'm not really energized for it. It's not. I'm, I don't feel ready for it mentally. I don't feel ready no for it orally, as you said, Jason. I think you and I have kind of, you know, I think Matt, you know, we're you know, we're all in the same boat about like this World Cup is not something. You know, reading the articles about fans being paid to perform is 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 another kind of nail in the coffin of this World Cup not being in the right place and you know, not being biased that this was also the, the country that beat the UK, you know, England and England, I think, plus Scotland, plus Wales, plus Northern, like plus Ireland out of it. But, you know, that's that's not 
the factor. Um, but we've got one more game to go next Saturday. Yeah, we talked about a boisterous weigh-in and the fact that Jason's going to be there. Jason, yeah, you're going to have to be extra loud there. because you're going to be uh, in a track and field stadium uh, posing as a yeah. football stadium. So be as loud as you can yeah. so that hopefully they can hear you on the field. Um, we are in 14th after this weekend, guys, and they are in 15th. And the only reason we have the same amount of points, but they, we've got them on goal difference. So this game is fuck, another massive one, right? I mean, right off the bat, we don't even get any any um, respite. It's it's straight away uh, another right into the fire. And Jason, how fucking cool you're gonna be there, my man! I can't. That's that's amazing, dude. Congrats! Like, yeah, like it's um, oh, I love love every chance I get to get over for games. Um, you know, because of COVID, um, couldn't get over and watch as as much as I would have liked. Um, over the last few years. Um, so it feels really damn good to be able to do that again. Um, hopefully this will be the first of, of several trips over this season for me, I'm really hoping. So um, I will try to get back and, and, and haven't made the pilgrimage to, to Leicester itself since 2019. I've, I've, I've gotten in a bunch of away, away games since then, but, but um, home one is definitely on the card soon. Um, it seems like we're taking a big, uh uh in down there which which would be a lot of fun um going into these last two league games if you would have i would have taken four points i would have been happy with four points out, out of both of the games but i think our performance yesterday uh coupled with palace going and, and beating west ham um makes me think that like why the hell can't we do it like i i think right. um i don't think the I think Palace is good, but I don't think they're a special side. Um, so I hope that we approach this game kind of like we did against Everton and, and we go for it and, and we try to get three points. I hope that the guys are watching these uh, highlight goals that they're scoring as much as we are and head in with, you know, that same confidence, Jim. Totally. I think we hopefully build on this. Um, watching bits of the West Ham game today, you know, there seemed to be a bit of disgruntlement in you know, Ben Rama when he got sub didn't seem like a happy camper after scoring the goal. Um, maybe Palace proving that they're not the, the team that we watched in Philly uh, and, and, you know, and, and, and they actually are, you know, we can't catch them, but we can overtake West Ham. We can, we can jump up the table. And I think if we can win this game, I think Rogers hopefully treats this like a, you know, cup final where, just go for it. We'll just run your butts off. You got. You can have a big rest for those of you not playing. Um, don't care about the ones that, that are playing. They can rest for their national teams. And um, I think we can we can kind of get a a team against West Ham where we we've, we've done all right down there as well. I think Jason will, and, and Ollie and Maka cheering them on will will help as well. And um, you know David Moyes wearing his cap today, looking a bit crazy. Um, you know, we'll we'll go from there. Um, and Wait, I'm do going, you want to I'm, play for that guy? I mean, come on. I, I, I would actually play for that guy, but um, I'm hoping for three points. I'm going for the the North, Northern Irishman over the Scotsman next Saturday. Jason, go ahead, man. Yeah, you know, Moyes has gotten us. Uh, uh, we've had a couple of embarrassing losses against West Ham. Things have gotten better against them, but um, I there's still got to be a little bit of a sting there. 
and, and Rogers, I'm sure, looks at Moyes and has to kind of think something similar to what he should think about Frank Lampard. And like, I should not get outmanaged by these guys. And, you know, we, we've lost, we, we, we kicked the crap out of, out of Lampard's Chelsea before. Um, but we've also lost to Lampard's Everton. And I'm sure that was something that stuck with Rogers. And this is a really good opportunity for, for Brendan to kind of, you know, show, uh, remind everyone again, what he's all about. And um, to go into the break with another win there, would be just really good for the psyche. Yeah, and I, I think I think cats all over the world will be supporting Leicester next week as well. Oh, yeah. You know, against um, cat yeah. kicking, um, Kurt, you know, Zuma, Kurt, cat Isn't kicking it? Kurt. Screw that guy. Um, yeah. And um, yeah. Well, I I don't think. First of all, David Moyes has always looked to me like if you were watching a horror movie where there was a chef. That was like killing people and cooking them. And I don't know why he just has always struck me as like a cannibal chef. Um, as far as like the the game itself, I think like another confident performance here and, and we're through the roof. Like there's not a player in the world right now that wants to see James Madison coming at them. There's not a player in the world right now that wants to see a wild fast tackle, you know, heading up their ass. So um, I hope we come in with it and we're like, yo, our form right now compared to their form. Like let's go. We've we've got what it takes, and and let's let's just do a damn job and and be professional about it, and then, yeah, get to your national teams and do whatever the fuck you got to do, and 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 reconvene. So, uh, hopefully we get a good performance, and um, we can go from there. Uh, that being said, let's do a quick uh weekend roundup for the U.S. Foxes, Jason. Did you it look like you had a decent little turnout there? Maybe with a special guest at the at the uh, football factory. Yeah, yeah, we had we had some folks come come in from Leicester. David and Sandre were over. We had, um, you know, Jordan was in. Um, this was probably this might be like the last really nice weekend in New York, and it's New York City Marathon weekend as well. So gotcha. good luck to everyone. Oh, well, actually, not good luck. Well done to everyone who ran. Well done, yeah. Right? <laughs> um, it was a really warm one uh, for for a marathon, so oof, could not have been easy. Um, so, you know, it was a little odd, um, but you know, the, 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 um, maybe didn't get quite as many as we would usually get, but the city was a little bit of a mess this weekend and anyone who could be outside was outside. For sure. We had, um, small turnout, not going to lie, uh, for San Diego this week, which is hilarious because we finally get a good time to, uh, we don't have to wake up at the ass crack of dawn and, uh, we have a. 10:30 kickoff and i think we had three of us there but uh i want to tell this story real quick because we talk all the time guys about building up your your fan bases and convincing pl- people to to come and give lesta a shot and and get involved with the team and and forming a group we we get picked up in our lift and we're on our way there and we start we're just making small chat with our lift driver and He's like, what are you guys doing going to the bar this early? And I'm like, well, we're going to watch soccer and uh, this team. And he's like, you're going right now. It's 1030. And I was like, you have no idea what we do. <laughs> it's not 6 a.m. It's not 7. This is actually going in late. And he's like, well, shit, you guys all just go in there. And he's, I said, yeah. I said, hey, man, park the Uber and come on in and uh, I'll take care of your beers. So you can, I'll answer any question you have. You can watch it. So uh, shout out to Jacob, who did park his Uber, came in and watched uh, – <laughs> 
the entire first half with us and is planning to come back next weekend and hopefully be a new uh, San Diego Fox guys. So spread those vibes, buy some beer and uh, yeah, you never know who you can get to join you, man. It was pretty awesome, dude. Phenomenal. I love the, um, just the, the evangelicalism right there and, and just converting one soul at a time. And, and that's how, um, a uh we you build that 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 hardcore fan base man and it's like it's always great to watch watch with friends and watch with new friends who become old friends exactly you made some small talk about liking sports and i said well i got one here guys I think i can uh, hook line and sinker and bring this guy in so guys Good just sports. spread the word and you never know who, who it could be what was that jim go sports yeah exactly go sports go beer go sports um on that Hopefully note he guys beers after his if he if he went back to ubering no he only stayed for the first half he had a couple beers and then uh and i think he headed home for the oh, evening okay. over the day so um on Maybe that note it. guys no. what? <laughs> what i'm sorry keep, keep going keep going I was, i'm literally ending the show so uh we we uh want to say thank you for joining us on the u.s boxes podcast as always bit of a long one tonight but i mean when you got a team playing this fucking hot what are you gonna do uh long may continue keep the vibes high guys and uh yeah anything else for you you guys jason anything else to say no no oh, oh, oh there's also a league cup match uh midweek that's actually going Thank to be you. televised Thank so uh you. anyone um in the states can watch on think on uh on the espn ESPN Plus Tuesday. ESPN Plus. So ESPN Plus uh, on get Tuesday. A little, you know, take advantage of because club football is going to go away until Boxing Day um, after after you know this coming weekend. So get your Lex- Lester fix while while you can. Newport Dude, thank County. you so yeah. much. Newport County, we got some revenge against these bastards. Uh, for those of you that might remember, a few years ago, um, yeah, it's 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 one of those. Um, one of those matches where who knows what'll happen, but I mean, we'll probably see Iverson and net I'd say, and uh, probably see a few of the younger guys as well. So yeah, yeah. to make sure you, this one's on TV. So you will actually be able to watch it guys. So with that, thank you for joining us on the U S Foxes podcast uh, for Jason, for Jim, for Chris uh, running the boards. I want to say thank you for joining us on this little show and yeah, let's go Foxes on Tuesday. And then yeah, West Ham, Jason, safe travels. We love you, buddy. And uh, yeah, we will see you travels, next time. We'll see you next time on the U.S. Boxing Podcast. Cheers, guys. Thanks.